Welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer show. This is a show where we talk about stuff, play you some music, and encourage you to be creative. This season, we are exploring the art of being human. We want to say thank you to our patrons who support us each month. If you want to know more about that, visit us on patreon.com backslash Chasing Ebenezer. For more information about our musical endeavors, visit ChasingEbenezer.com. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer show. I'm Benjamin and this is Heidi. In case this is your first time watching us or because it's been a few weeks you forgot who we were. This is a show where we uh, encourage you to be creative, and this year we're focusing on the art of being human because the past few years we have all felt our humanity and our limitations, and that is a gift that we believe can help fuel your creativity. So that's what we're focusing on. Big thank you, big shout out to our patrons who support us each month. It really helps our self-esteem, but it also helps fund our lives and it's going to help fund our new full-length album. It's no longer in our heads anymore. It's now on a spreadsheet, which for us, that's a big jump. We uh, met with our band last night and began uh, talking about some of the newer songs that we have. And just, it was really good. I, I really enjoyed the meeting. So, I, so perfect uh, time to jump onto the Patreon on wagon and help us do that and... We are, are we have gotten some patron topics. Yes, which we that will we're going to be, be doing. doing. That's one of the perks for some of our patrons. They help us get to choose a, sh a show topic. So that's um, last week we did humans interaction with animals. This week we're doing plants, and then we're going to look at what some of our patrons have yeah. helped us. So because this is your show, exactly. Yay! We, we want to be yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what are you excited about? My new iPad, of course. I'm excited about your new I iPad because you've been finally, making some genius finally, stuff. Finally, finally started. I opened the box. That's really hard for me when I get something. That's it's a like good first step. To open a box is like, ah. But um, after finally when we got over COVID and stuff, I started using Procreate. I'm working on something for our, our St. Patrick's Day. We have a big show coming up. So I'm hoping to have some prints that you could uh, commemorate the day with. But um, yeah, it's really exciting and I'm Learning how to make prints of paintings I've done. It's a really long process, and I'm really slow and really nervous, but it's super exciting. And Ben donated plasma and saved enough From to buy it. From this and arm, this one. Uh, they won't let me donate plasma. I don't qualify. Qualify. I'm tainted. <laughs> I'm tainted. They will not take my plasma. <laughs> Your blood is just uh, too priceless to take. Yeah, I'm too unique. So, but you know, if you can give, it's really they need it badly yeah, right now. So they do. If you can, go for it. Yeah. And get an iPad as well, maybe at the same time. <laughs> get yourself an iPad while you get, get blood and save Get yourself an iPad. Lives. Little gift for someone else. Gift for you. <laughs> and you're excited about... I'm excited your, about so many things. You bought yourself a uh, little... Well, actually, I bought this right before COVID. I bought a set of tabla drums. So um, I'm just going to give you the little one here. And these are really hard to play. Uh, so hard, in fact, that for the past year or so... I kept trying to make the sounds that it's supposed to make. And then I finally was began asking the question, maybe this isn't set up right. 
Maybe it, it's not all your Maybe lack it's not of skill. all my lack of skill. And apparently I was right about that. Yay, that's the best when you're like, oh, it wasn't my fault. But the but the tragedy was that there was really nobody that could be recommended to me that lived in Portland. So I went to the internet and I found somebody that lived in Eugene, which we ended up playing in Eugene that week, and he was able to fix it like Right, I dropped it off before the show, and I picked it up after the show. That's so really nice. Service. Yeah, Tabla Pathway. Go to the go to the internet. He the guy's super cool. Anyway, so now I can make uh, sounds that I'm probably gonna just choke on playing on camera. Maybe not. Yeah, see, look at that. <laughs> see, look at that. <laughs> sounds like old way. Um, uh, okay, let's but, try but, again. But it yeah, makes yeah. you know it get, there you, get you that, go. There you go. There you go. Nice, nice. So nice. anyway, I'm excited about that. And that might. Is, I'm sure going to be making an appearance on on the next on so many things. Yeah, I'm so, excited about that. Yeah. Um, I am excited. Of, I'm really excited about our new album. I'm excited about our St. Patrick's Day show that we're playing at uh, McMinniman's Edgefield. If you live in Portland, you you know about that place. It is like an amusement park for adults. <laughs> it's great, and so I'm very excited to be playing for that. Um, yeah, I I, I actually. I know this sounds weird, and maybe I'll just say I'm feeling my humanity in a good way today. I'm feeling hopeful, joyful, and excited all at once. And I don't normally feel that, so. Nice. Good things. I'm happy. Yeah. What about you? Where did you feel your humanity this week? Cold sore on my lip, and it hurts. And I wasn't gonna point it out, but I don't know if you can. (laughs) But you know what? It hurts right now. You know, I feel like cold swords are just like, oh, they're just. Anyway, um, you know, I think that feeling, uh, just the stress of knowing how to move forward in life with. Everything going on, just it kind of feels overwhelming. Yeah. And our cars both broke down. Yeah, that happened. And one of them is fixed. The other one, it's like just not knowing what to do because we need a reliable car for going out of town for gigs. So just like sometimes it's just hard to be an adult and make a decision <laughs> because it's like, especially if you're like, well, do you pay a lot to fix the car or do you buy a new car? Um, and at the end of the day, we have to make the decision. No right. one can make that decision for it, us. It really makes you and have like so, a, we should hire like a decision maker. A decision for maker. Say, so you're yeah. going to do this. It's really hard. So yeah. those are the kind of things that as an adult, it's like you have to live with the decision you make. Ugh. I know. So that's really hard and frustrating. I was feeling joyful. Yeah. Now I'm like, mm. no, 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 I don't mean it that way. So <laughs> okay. it's just hard. Um, and then also the Compassion Connect, uh, is an organization in Portland that helps with dental care and, and medical clinics. And then they do youth yeah. mentoring. Um, and they got broken into our house church meets in their studio on the weekend. So it's not really, I don't know if it's considered a house church anymore, but it's a little art church. And we, they were robbed when we showed up. We, you discovered that they were robbed. Yeah. So that was just really like, oh, are you kidding me? So it's sad when that happens. So if you want to help them out, uh, you can check them out, what they could use help with. Yes. Um, thankfully, they didn't steal a lot of the medical equipment that uh, that they could have. But, so that's just, it's a bummer. It but, is. But, um, so that's just, you know, part of being a person is, like, experiencing bad things, too. But, yeah. but not always. <laughs> not always, because I, I really had a great time. Um, I taught, actually taught a, an art class last week at the design studio with some of their teenage girls. And here's a cool part about being human and teaching is that you're always a learner. I, I, um, 
Well, this one I just did this this few days ago. Tree of Life. I like love to paint on vinyls. That one I just did. But um, I taught them how to do this, and and it was so funny, so cool because you know I usually either then after I'm done with these I'll take the time I'll attach a sawtooth, and it can be trying to get the crazy glue out and all that stuff, or you know. And one of the students was like, I'm just going to take this home and pop a, pop a nail, right? There's a hole in the middle of it. So I'm just like, how have I never thought of that? I, you know, it's I hadn't so thought of it either, It's so easy. Or like a thumbtack. You know, you could just get... I'm like, how have I not <laughs> thought of, like, duh, I don't have to take all the time to attach a saw to. So, you know, that was a really cool thing. Like, there's... When you teach, you learn. And yeah. so I'm so grateful to her. Um, if you want to buy one of my vinyls, by the way, you I should. got these they, for sale. They, they, they're they, super fun They can gift. go into any super wall. Super fun gift. Any wall with any a thumbtack or a with nail. A you or can nail. attach a nut. Right in the middle. It's easy. <laughs> right. Apparently, there's a hole in the middle of the record. So, there you go. Uh, so, anyway, we are going. Lost my coffee. We'll find it. It's right there. Oh. <laughs> I need well, something to hold while we talk. I know. I'm the same way. We are going to talk about plants. So we are. We are. So take time to think about what is your relationship with plants. <laughs> All right. So to start this discussion on plants, I'm going to talk about a uh, gift I got from my uh, my sister-in-law and her family. I got a kitty Zen garden. So which... we're transitioning from our animal discussion to... <laughs> to and, and I can keep it this way. I, I'm feeling so much peace, more peace as and I do this. And it has a little, has book a little that booklet goes with it. And honestly, this is a, a Zen garden is a great thing for people who can't keep plants alive <laughs> because it's just sand. And the irony is not lost that, hmm, was this supposed to be a litter box? Is your litter box a Zen garden? I don't know. Hmm. I don't really know. Uh, here's my relationship to plants. <laughs> you know, I try so hard every year to keep my plants alive. This one we just... I've only had it for like it six weeks. It looks like weeks. two separate plants. I know. I know. Guys, this is my life, but I, I'm trying not to give up. Like, I'm trying not to. This poor little rosemary baby. It's like. Wow. I know. I don't even know how I did this. So, uh, uh, there we go. Um, This is about how my. So, it's like every year I just have to buy all new plants because I kill all of them. So. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's like a graveyard of plants around here. But I love them so much. So, Help me, guys. Help me know what to do oh, because man. I love plants. I love them. And well, why do you love plants, Heidi? Tell me about that. They're, I don't know, because because since the beginning of time, you know, Garden of Eden, like plants were, people were created to live in a garden surrounded by plants. <sighs> it's part of like in us to yeah. need to be around well, they give us oxygen so we can breathe, by the way. So that's good. So that's, that's good. Really good. And, you know, they're alive until you kill them. And <laughs> so it's just the way that we are created to be, is to be surrounded by them. You know, I when I was a kid, I don't remember really liking going to the gardening section of the store. That was usually the place that I had to go to. <laughs> In order to get to my section, was was the toy section. I'm say toys. You know, but there's like there's that smell in the garden section, in the greenhouse section. That now, I'm like, oh, I just want to stay here. I mean, I I like the smell of dirt and pot soil and 
being around all these things that were just created to be beautiful and functional at the same time. But yeah, alas, um, keeping up with plants. I, you know what stresses me out is when my neighbors ask me to water their plants. Oh yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it's kind of like asking like, I feel like I'm a murderer and I'm being asked to, 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 to babysit. I mean, it's just, that's what it feels oh, like. And so golly. there's this like stress and, and it'll always come at me like in the middle of the night, like, Oh, I got to wash. I, I got to water their plants because if they die on my watch, it's my fault. <laughs> so there's this anxiety that comes up for me at least, but you very often jump at it and usually end up taking care of it better than I do when, I, when we've been asked to do it. And yet here we are. Well, I mean, we do for other people and that's good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, what, what was like the first interaction you remember having with plants when you were younger? Um, well, I have a, (laughs) oh, this is going to be good. Okay, guys. We'll see if Ben makes me delete this out. I have two. Well, I'll share the happy one and then I'll show the very embarrassing one. Um, cause Uh I was a TV I was a TV addict. I still am. Um, So I didn't like to go outside. I didn't like to get my hands dirty. And I still don't like to get them dirty, unexpected. But, you know, once in a while, I would go outside, though. Uh, My mother, she loved planting um, the bright flowers. What are the ones that she always put in her whiskey barrels? Those big ones. uh, The bright ones, not petunias. Really bright ones. I think it's petunias. We'll say or bego- I know begonia she would have. The really deep purple ones. Anyway, I can't remember. But I know exactly what they are when I look at them. So she, I remember her having like those brilliant colors. And mm. um, so it's funny because they're not colors that I have in the past tended to like use. But since she's passed away, it's like her her painting colors. Like the paint, I'm like, those are mom's colors. I'm like, does she okay. like, does she have some influence from heaven up there? Um, so I remember that, but here's the thing. When we, we lived in Gig Harbor, which is a, um, it's a small town in, um, uh, in Washington across from the Tacoma, Tacoma, and it's a lot of it's on the water. Anyway, we had a really pretty decent sized backyard. At least I think so. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you think, yeah, maybe it wasn't very big, but to me, so we had this really cool bush section and I made it into like my own fort kind of like Ooh. it was a bush thing, you know, like where it. It's like you can kind of go into it. Mm-hmm. Well, once I think in I a might while, know where this is going. I didn't want to stop playing enough um, to go to the bathroom. I had, to, I had to go to the bathroom and I didn't want to stop in my fort. So I would poop in the backyard. <laughs> because I was too enthralled in my little fort. So I would go find a, another bushy tree area and now let me ask my response to this is it's staying in the real uh this is staying in the show but my my response is how many plant lives are created as a result of your yeah, laziness? i fertilized our backyard i was thinking the same thing i only did it a couple times and i'm not proud of it uh but you know wow. what sometimes nature is too exciting um, and you know, I was probably only like five or six, so sure. you know, um, but it really kind of, 
But you know, if you if you you know, stories kind of like Bridge to Terabithia, or you know, I was oh. there were a few moments where I felt enthralled in my world, and I had to just stay, no matter the cost. So so you okay? I so, have washed my hands since then, so don't worry. This is good. So I realized that we had this in common because something I, in the backyard. No. Oh okay. No, but we had uh, that whole Bridge to Terabithia thing. Because I remember that book when I was in fifth grade, and I had also a decent-sized backyard, and I wanted to create my own little nature world and my own little place. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't and realize I, you we know, had that and here's what's said. I can't actually remember if I read the book or just saw the movie. I honestly don't. I think I read the book. but My was, teacher read the book to us. Okay. I, I just can't remember. Sometimes it merges. So, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, friends... You can't, you can't like, you can't, no, you, you really don't need you to be cannot ignore me. the call of nature, even when nature calls. Ca- exactly. Exactly. That's how that works. <laughs> and here, let's be honest. Adam and Eve didn't have a toilet. Where did they go? They probably went outside in the garden. That raises so many questions. I, there are so many questions, but let's think about it, people. Wow. I am just returning to original <laughs> glory. <laughs> so there you go, friends. Maybe you know more about me than you ever wanted to know. But This, this will probably this is, be the most unforgettable <laughs> episode you've ever watched of our show. I mean, there's the pee in the pants episode. I think there is, yeah, yeah. Too. Oh, so, that's right. you know, we've like come full it's, circle. I was getting ready to All say All right, it. so... How about you? What's your earliest nature tree garden memory? <laughs> Let's hear it, friends. Let's hear it. Wow. So uh, my story with plants is uh, in my backyard, we had this, you know, a pretty big, you know, backyard that kind of led down. It was like a hill that sloped down into like woods and led to a creek. And there were all these briars. So my, my first real memory Ouchie. of plants are... Or, my, or the most uh, visceral one are, are briars. You know, when you're a kid, you run through with shorts and everything else and getting my feet cut up, getting my fingers Slippers cut up. Slippers are the worst. Oh, man. It's the little cuts that hurt more. It just is. It's just true. So I remember that. And um, now it, it just doesn't bother me anymore. Like, I'm just careful when I walk. And if I get an ouchie, I get an ouchie. <laughs> oh, well. So what is it about plants, though, that inspires you today? Like with creativity, with life, everything. Well, I I think just their shape, their resilience. Not the ones that I kill. Apparently those are low-resilience plants. But trees especially just fascinate me. Oh, man. They're just their beauty and that they've often been around for longer than we have. Uh, we watched that documentary that we highly recommend, The Intelligence Intelligent Tree. Trees. Intelligent Trees. Uh, sorry, our cat's grooming herself behind us. <laughs> I wanted to make sure she wasn't embarrassing as anyone. As long as she doesn't use my kitty's end garden, I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, so we highly recommend that. That documentary was amazing. Oh, it was so good. It really just made you realize, oh, there's so much more going on. Uh, underneath the ground and in root systems and oh oh, man it was just so good so yeah please please watch that (laughs) uh yeah you know one of the things i was thinking about this is that ant plants trees things that just grow out of the ground that are rooted in the ground help us survive by just being who they are 
by just staying there and receiving. I mean, because plants are pretty dependent. They're dependent on sunlight. They're dependent on water. Soil. Soil. And it's not like once they get a bad plant owner that they can just, you know, move somewhere else. They're dependent on the environment. And in that dependence, though, they're not, but they're not useless. Yeah. It's like they benefit the environment that's giving to them. And so that really, that'll make you stop and think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, tree, trees are a very emotional thing for me. I have a tattoo of a tree on my arm. Um, my mom, there was this, uh, on her, she would, she had like this, there was like a farm in Northern Virginia that always indicated they were close to home and there were these trees and she always would mark them, you know, Oh, if I see this tree, that means I'm close to home. So whenever, when I'm a kid and we're going up to visit my grandfather, she would point out those trees and one of them actually got struck by lightning and taken down. But you know, trees have a very emotional, uh, component to them. Not to mention the Shel Silverstein book, The Giving Tree. <laughs> oh dear! That'll that'll, oh, that'll also mess you up. So anyway, yeah, I think that I think trees and plants are teach us a lot about what it means to be human. About the fact that you exist is a gift to the world. I think it's a huge thing because so often we feel like it's like, oh, I have to become something. I have to make something in order to be worth anything is like no the fact that you are an idea of god makes you worth something so yeah is it time for prompts why may as well might as well so many um check out that documentary jaber crow mm-hmm. by wendell berry i just started so reading much that. about that and wendell berry's poem just yeah i was getting so, ready to say just read, know, read wendell berry a- absolutely absolutely um Maybe you can paint something or draw something um, or um, just go and sit outside for a while in the quiet. Give yourself that. It's really hard for me to do. Yeah. Really hard for me to do that. So I was going to say another prompt that you can do, and it's one that we've failed at repeatedly, is go buy a plant. Yeah. But don't just buy the plant. Develop a relationship with the plant. Because that was one thing I did learn younger that, that really kind of blew my mind that plants respond to conversation they respond to i'm pretty sure they respond to music so they must our plants must hate our music that's what that's what it is i finally figured it out they hate our music (laughs) yeah so you know it's this uh i think that those things are really uh developing a relationship with nature is something that we desperately need as as humans to remember um so go do that so, Heidi, what song are we going to do? Well, apparently we're going to do a song called City. Yes. And I don't know. We don't have this one recorded yet. I don't know when it's going to be, but it'll be recorded today. Yes, it will. It'll be recorded today. So this is a song I read a long time ago, kind of like if I had my own little world. I don't really want one, by the way. I would hate to be mayor of a town. But kind of the things that I see that are important and that would be meaningful to me, they're also the things that I think that are like what what heaven's like, what, what that is like. So, um, yeah. And you know, sometimes you can, you pray prayers, sometimes you sing them. So, you know, as we, as we're recording this, um, I kind of want it to be like a prayer of peace over Ukraine and Russia. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we are, we've, we're just praying for peace and protection. And so just thinking of that area as we do the song. So. All right. Awesome. Well, Hey, we love you and we will see you soon.
There is music perpetual sound. 
Shining down for the world to see and I say.